This program is brought to you by Bible Media, under the oversight of the elders of the Chipman Road Congregation in Lee Summit, Missouri. Hello, and welcome to the podcast, Spiritual Appetizers, Small Devotional Tidbits to Stimulate the Spiritual Appetite. Matthew chapter 4 and verse 4 says, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. The topic for discussion today in episode 157 is going to be from Judges chapter 17 and verse 9, and also Judges chapter 21 and verse 25. During the time of the book of Judges, there was no king in Israel, and they did what was right in their own eyes. Today, Christians have a king, but are we willing to do what is right in his eyes? Judges chapter 17 and verse 9 and Judges chapter 21 and verse 25 both read the same way. In those days, there was no king in Israel. Everyone did what was right in his own eyes. God had wanted to be Israel's king, but they had rejected him from being king, and they asked to have a man set over them. And so God would oblige them. But this was before this took place. This was in the book of Judges. And in those days, there was no king in Israel. And everyone did what was right in their own eyes. They were not following God's law. They were only doing those things that were right in their own eyes. In Deuteronomy chapter 12 and verse 8, the Bible says, You shall not at all do as we are doing here today. Every man doing whatever is right in his own eyes. God did not approve of Israel doing what was right in their own eyes because they could not judge their own ways. In Psalm chapter 37 and verse 23, the Bible says, The steps of a good man are ordained by the Lord and his delights in his way. You see, God ordains a good man's way. A man cannot ordain his own way. He needs the Lord to show him the way. In Psalms 119, verse 105, it says that thy word is a lamp unto thy feet. We need that. We need his word to be a lamp unto our feet, a light unto our way, and a lamp unto our feet. And if we don't have that, we are in a world of hurt. During the time of the book of Judges, there was no king in Israel, and they did what was right in their own eyes. Today, Christians have a king, but are we willing to do what is right in his eyes? In Proverbs chapter 14 and verse 12, the Bible says, There is a way that seems right to a man, but its end is the way of death. And that's the problem with doing things that are right in our own eyes, is there's a way that seems right. It may seem well and good to us. But its end is the way of death. A lot of people in the world today say that instrumental music is okay in the Lord's church. It seems right to them, and they can see nothing wrong with it. The problem is that we have to do whatever we do in word or deed. We have to do all in the name of the Lord or by his authority. And we have no authority given in the New Testament for using instrumental music in our assemblies. It seems right. It seems okay to us. But its end is the way of death. There's, there is a way that seems right to a man, but its end is the way of death. In those days, there was no king in Israel. Everyone did what was right in his own eyes was not a good thing because they were not following the Lord's law. They were doing whatever they wanted to do, whenever they wanted to do it. And they had many problems in Israel because of it. In Jeremiah chapter 10 and verse 23, the Bible says, O Lord, I know the way of man is not in himself. It is not in man who walks, 
to direct his own steps. We don't have that capability. We need the law of the Lord. We need to follow the pathway of righteousness. We need to be in Christ. During the time of the book of Judges, there was no king in Israel, and they did whatever was right in their own eyes. Today, we have a king, but are we willing to do what's right in his eyes, or are we still doing what's right in our own eyes and ignoring what the Bible says? In Proverbs, there's a way that seems right to a man, but its end is the way of death, Proverbs chapter 14 and verse 12. In Jeremiah chapter 10 and verse 23, O Lord, I know the way of man is not in himself. It is not in man who walks to direct his own steps. Are we ignoring that, even though we have a king today? And are we still doing whatever is right in our own eyes? It seems okay to me to miss services. Even though God has said, do not forsake the assembling of ourselves together, as is the manner of some. It seems okay. It seems perfectly fine. What could it hurt to miss today? What could it hurt to miss next Sunday? What could it hurt to miss Sunday night or Wednesday night? Seems perfectly fine to me. But it's not in man to direct his own steps. There is a way that seems right. But that way doesn't lead to the right place. We need to be allowing God's word to direct our paths, to sanctify us, to set us apart, John chapter 17 and verse 17, to show us what's right. 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 15, Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman who need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. During the time of the book of Judges, there was no king in Israel, and they did what was right in their own eyes. Today, Christians have a king, but are we willing to do what's right in his eyes? Or are we still just doing what's right in our own eyes and ignoring the authority of the scriptures? In Matthew chapter 28, verses 18 through 20, the Bible says, And Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Jesus is our King. We have a King. And the Father has given him all authority in heaven and on earth. Are we listening to him? Are we allowing him to have authority in our lives? Because ultimately he's going to have that authority whether we give it to him or not. We can't buy our way into heaven. We can't work our way into heaven. We're not going to get into heaven unless we understand that Jesus is king. John chapter 14 and verse 6. Jesus said, I am the way the truth and the life, and no one comes unto the Father except by me. All authority has been given to Jesus in heaven and on earth, and he has the right to tell us how to live because he is king. But he's not going to force it upon us. We have to choose to give our life over to him. We have to make that decision. We have to make the decision that everything we do in our life is going to be by the authority of Christ, Colossians chapter 3 and verse 17. Here in Matthew chapter 28, after telling us all authority has been given unto Jesus in heaven and on earth, he uses that authority to tell us to go therefore and make disciples of all nations. If we are not going into the world and evangelizing the world and baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit, then we are not recognizing the authority that has been given to Jesus. And we are still doing things 
that seem right in our own eyes. We need to be teaching them to observe all things that Jesus has commanded, understanding that he is always going to be with us, even to the end of the age. But he is king of our life. And we, we turn our lives over to him. We will go out and make disciples and baptize people for the forgiveness of their sins and teach them to remain faithful unto death so that they can have a crown of righteousness. During the time of the book of Judges, there was no king in Israel. and They did what was right in their own eyes. Today, every, today, Christians have a king, but are we willing to do what is right in his eyes? Today, people are still following their own heart, doing what their own heart tells them is what is right. The Bible says that the heart is wicked. It's deceitful. How can we know it? There is a way that seems right to man, but the way is the ends of death. It is not in man that walks to direct his own steps. During the time of the book of Judges, there was no king in Israel, and they did what was right in their own eyes. Today we have a king. But are we willing to do what's right in his eyes? Are we willing to allow him to have all authority in heaven and on earth and follow his law? In John chapter 18, verses 36 through 37, the Bible says, Jesus answered, My kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, my servants would fight so that I should not be delivered to the Jews. But now my kingdom is not from here. Pilate therefore said to him, Are you a king then? Jesus answered, You say rightly that I am a king. For this cause I was born, and for this cause I have come into the world, that I should bear witness of the truth. Everyone who is of the truth hears my voice. Jesus is our king, and we should be following him. But his kingdom is not of this world. His kingdom is in heaven. And if we want to be in his kingdom, then we have to recognize him as king. His kingdom is not of this world. Oftentimes we fight really hard to stay here in this world. We fight for this world. We fight for every dime in this world. We fight to have a huge, wonderful life here, even though the Bible says not to lay up our treasures on earth, but in heaven. But we need to recognize that Jesus's kingdom is not from here and that we don't need to lay our, our treasures here on earth, but in heaven recognizing him as king and we lay up for ourselves treasures in heaven when we do recognize him as king and follow him and do those things that are pleasing in his sight allowing his word to dictate how we are going to live our life if his word says do it then we do it if he implies it in his word we do it if he gives us an example of it in his word then we do it we follow him and his ways we handle things the way that he would handle them. In 1 Corinthians chapter 11 and verse 1, Paul said, Follow after me as I follow after Christ. If we are truly his disciples and we understand that he is king of our life, that's exactly what we're going to do. During the time of the book of Judges, there was no king in Israel, and they did what was right in their own eyes. Today, Christians have a king. But are we willing to do what's right in his eyes? We have a king. We have the perfect king. There is no better king anywhere than Christ. But are we willing to follow him? In Ephesians chapter 1, verses 15 through 23, the Bible says, Therefore I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all the saints, 
do not cease to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit of wisdom and and revelation in the knowledge of him, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling, what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints, and what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe, according to the working of his mighty power, which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at the right hand in heavenly places, far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in that which is to come. And he has put all things under his feet and gave him to be head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. Jesus is head of the church. God has put all things under his feet. He has the right to tell us how to live our life. He has the right to command us to do certain things, to do anything. He has the right because he has all power and authority. And he's going to handle it properly. And he's going to use it in the right way. And he is head of of the church. During the time of the book of Judges, there was no king in Israel. and They did what was right in their own eyes. Today, Christians have a king, but are we willing to do what is right in his eyes? The people that are truly his disciples are going to recognize him as king, and we're going to do what's right in his eyes, and we're going to stop doing those things that seem right to us, but have no authority in the scriptures. We need to recognize Jesus as Lord of our lives and King of our lives and understand that all power and all authority is his. We don't have any. And when he says to do something, it's for our own good. When he commands that we meet together on the first day of the week, that we forsake not the assembling of ourselves together, by the way, it doesn't say Sunday there. It says whenever the church is assembling, if we forsake the assembling of ourselves together, then we are being disobedient. We're not recognizing Jesus as king of our lives. During the time of the book of Judges, there was no king in Israel, and they did what was right in their own eyes. Today, Christians have a king, but are we willing to do what is right in his eyes? Those that are truly his disciples are going to be willing to do what's right in the eyes of the king. In Colossians chapter 1, verses 13 through 18, the Bible says, He has delivered us from the power of darkness and conveyed us into the kingdom of the Son of His love, in whom we have redemption through His blood, the forgiveness of sins. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For by Him all things were created that are in heaven and that are on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. All things were created through Him and for Him. And He is before all things. And in him all things consist. And he is head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he may have the preeminence. We need to make sure that he has the preeminence. He is the creator of all the world, and it is his kingdom. It is his kingdom. Let's serve and follow him. And whatever we do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord, giving thanks to God the Father through him. During the time of the book of Judges, there was no king in Israel, and they did what was right in their own eyes. Today, Christians have a king, 
but are we willing to do what's right in his eyes? Those that truly are his disciples recognize that it's his kingdom, and we strive to do what's right in his eyes, as he always did what was right in his Father's eyes. John chapter 8 and verse 29. So as we go about our lives today, let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. So, as we go about our lives today, let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. We thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Bible Media by visiting our website, BibleWayMedia.org. You can find all of our podcasts on all major podcast platforms. As always, we thank you for listening.